Welcome to Deeper Dive. I'm your host, Jay Wald, and this is episode 36. And this podcast is presented to you by Plantation SDA Church. And, well, I'm, I'm debating, should I call her the world best co-host now? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. They probably won't know what I'm talking about. So, I mean, let me just do it right. <laughs> Alongside me, my world best co-host, Dawn. Welcome. Hey, Joe. How are you? You know, they don't know what happened beforehand. No, they so, don't. You know, we're good. Man. We're gonna keep that. We're gonna keep. We're gonna keep that at that. Now they're wondering what happened before. Yeah, they're going. What, know, what really right? happened? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no! I tell you, we're gonna thank you uh, just for being the Don sister. You you complete the podcast. You make you make it go. So I appreciate mm-hmm. you doing that. And we want to thank all our podcast listeners as always. Uh, whatever social media avenue that you may use, you can contact us, of course. Uh, via 954, via WhatsApp, should I say, mm-hmm. 954-388-8780. Cares, any concerns, any comments, we appreciate them. And we appreciate you taking the, the time out to listen. Because as I always say, Don, somebody get blessed. Mm-hmm. Somebody's getting always, blessed. Always, always, always. That's right. And guess who's back? I know. AKA PJ. PJ, Pastor What's PJ. What's up? Now, what's up? Oh, so, oh she's trying to do a sign. Look at that. <laughs> Whoa. There's her own sign going on. Well, Pastor <laughs> Jennifer Hernandez, welcome back. Good to be here. It's good. You are on you are on a roller coaster of emotions right about now, I'm sure. Right. But, uh, <laughs> you got so much you got so much going on with you right now. But we want to thank you for taking the time out uh, just to present your your sermon to us. We want to thank you. Uh, before we start, let's get a word of prayer. Father God, thank you once again for all you've done for us, Lord. We thank you for the Sabbath day, Lord, that you have blessed it and made it whole. Continue to bless us, Lord, uh, as we continue to strive for your word each and every day. We may fall short, but we thank you for your grace and mercy. We thank you for this blessing. Thank you for this podcast. Thank you for all the components that make this podcast work. For your glory in the name of Jesus, Amen. 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 Can you me some of your energy pills? Where Where do you get your energy? What energy pills? Okay. A lot of energy. Look, I'm not going to try to advertise nothing on the podcast. I'll tell you afterwards. They'll be like, "Where's it getting? Where's it getting?" I tell you. Well, um. What is it today? We this is the month of the, on the Bible, right? Bible, the word, Bible? the word of God, the word yeah. of God, the word, word of God. God. Yeah. Word of God. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And your sermon was embracing His word. Mm-hmm. First of all, I want to thank you for just taking the time out because I mean you've you've been through so much, and then to get a sermon together, you know, that's why you actually are a good storyteller. Mm-hmm. You do great oh, stories. Thank you. Because they all come from the heart. They come in reality. So we want to thank you. So let's jump. Let's jump right in. It. You asked a question. How important I believe the Bible is to us or to mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. So what? Uh, what came about with that? What kind of? What I wanted to know, really, why? Why people thought the Bible was important? Because a, a lot of times, um, well, the Bible's there on the phone. Right now mm-hmm. the Bible's there on the phone, and 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 even when we just have the physical the physical aspect of it, why why is the Bible important to you? A lot of people discount reading the Bible anymore because it is it's just about oh, that's 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 the old thing too. Yeah. But I wanted to see why, not who, but why why is the what what does reading the Bible do for you? Why do you read it? Mm-hmm. And I was very surprised. I mean, I, I was surprised at all the answers that I was that I was getting in first service, um, just because people were really giving me answers there. I think second service we had less people, so, so I helped out. I, I did help out. Yeah, I did. Yes, help you out. did. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny that you say that because I was talking to, I was teaching today, and I taught um, the juniors, and I asked them if they read their Bible. Mm-hmm. Just for reading, not because they have to do worship with their family or because of any other re- reason, like maybe in school they have to read. I asked them, do you just read your Bible? And most of them said, no, not really. Not really. 
they just have it asked. So would you, I, I need you to go and see what it's like. Go read it. Don't read it because you are made to read it because your parents tell you that you have to read it, but just read it because you want to find out more about God. So it mm -hmm. seems to be a common trend that even for the younger people, I mean, these, these kids are what, that some of them are 13, some are younger than 13. It's the norm not to pick mm -hmm. up the Bible and read it. That's the norm. My mm -hmm. eldest asked me, oh, maybe two years ago, some, and he said, mom, don't you get bored with it? And I said, well, you know, what, what do you mean by that? And um, he said, how can it be interesting? You, you know the stories already. Mm. Why is it interesting anymore? I mean, you know all the regular stories in there. So how can you not get bored preaching about it when everybody knows these stories? Mm. And that was a fair question. I said, you know, um, I, I see where you're coming from. You know, because I used to think the same way when I was a kid, when I was a teenager. Um, but now, now, you know, 20 something years on, I can look at a story and that story will mean something different to me every mm -hmm. single time. I, I can preach a story in 10 different ways looking, what, really? I said, oh, yeah, because it'll apply in different avenues of my life. And, you know, that was, that was a surprise. I'm like, they were like, huh, okay. <laughs> he was surprised. He was like, oh, okay, I guess, I guess you, I guess God put you on the right job. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, something. I don't know. I guess when I read the Bible, I read it and I read it a couple of times over. It just comes out differently. Mm -hmm. It's time, different, right? Different, different, different matches. I'm like, wow, I didn't notice it that way. Mm -hmm. Then I can come back a week later. I didn't get it that way either, but mm -hmm. it's still the same thing. Uh, you know, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a book that tells the story of the life. And then all of a sudden you read it again. And you're like, wow. So it is, it, it should, it should intrigue you. Yeah. It should intrigue you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Okay. So where you start off, I think what Matthew third Matthew chapter. Four. Matthew mm -hmm. three and Matthew four. Okay. All right. Matthew and three and four. Okay, and this is where John the Baptist got finished baptizing Jesus. Uh, mm -hmm. The dove descends as the Holy Spirit on his shoulder, and God proclaims his son to, you know, everybody. Um, so <laughs> what I like, I was telling Don earlier in church, <laughs> I said, this is funny when Satan came down, he just come down, like, you know, he's whistling, hey, how's it going? <laughs> you, know, all right? you know, and then he just like sits by him and say, hey, um, let me see you on this world tour, you know? Let's take a trip together. Yeah, let's just take a trip together around this area. You know, we, we have the power to go and be everywhere at one time. I'm sure you can, you know, let's go check it out. But what got me is that how he relied on God in his humanitarian state. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm -hmm. and the devil knew that. That's right. The devil knew that he saw him, you know, hungry and, you know, you're in this wilderness and, you know, I can make it all better. It's kind of like he could tell him I can make it better. But then he's saying, hey, let me see your powers, too. Exactly. <laughs> so, show me you know, what you're made show of. Me what you're made of, you know. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. And um, is this powerful when you said that he went out on his and, and he responded back to him with the word of God? Mm -hmm. you know, that's, like, that's like, take that. You know? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. And you know, and that's just wonderful. Just when you when you focus on that, because I mean, you you ask other uh, questions. I think to the congregation, what others did you remember? Forty days and forty nights. Mm. You know, I think what what Noah was one. Noah, Elijah, Elijah, children of Israel. Well, children of Israel. Moses, <clears throat> Moses went up on the mountain and um mm -hmm. and didn't come down. Right. Yeah, his face is white and shiny as I don't know what. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for doing that. But yeah, I just wanted to see that the fact that he showed that characteristic because he wanted to see Jesus' character. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. like, I, I can see you raw now, you know? So that, that just wanted, I wanted to emphasize on that mm -hmm. for that. 
I think um, what I found very interesting is every time Jesus came back with, it is written, it is written, it is written. It's almost like that was his go-to word of God, word of God to deal with this temptation and that temptation and that temptation. How do we as people do the same thing? Because when we're in the situation of a temptation or a really serious battle that, you know, the enemy is really hitting on us, how do we turn to God's word to make sure that we stay focused. Yeah. Mm. I know that. And, and I love how um, if you join the the prayer line that plantation has in the morning, right. And, and people are sharing um, their experiences. And then we go to the prayer time and I just love how in their prayer, as they're praying about, um whatever the situation is out are coming bible verses father you promised that um like in jeremiah 29 11 that that nothing you have a plan and purpose for us and and now we're claiming this plan and purpose you so so their language they're already speaking the word of god in prayer because that has been uh, that has been what's been empowering them so it's just coming you know and, and and I love that and I I remember as a child when my mother would pray oh she does it even now but it impressed me as a child that she would just be bringing in all these verses you know I'm thinking mm-hmm. how, do you, how do you know that <laughs> how do you know that yeah. and, and she, it would just be it would just be like this flowing language it, you can't even you can't even tell where the where the bible verse be, began and then her prayer was what was not of the Bible. You know, it was just, Father, you said and you promised this, that if we did this, then you would do this. I'm just like, mm-hmm. wow. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. We actually had a a question sent in on the on the line. Yeah, from your morning service. Yeah. And it says, as a Christian who is fighting with learning how to love myself and know my worth. I left church multiple times and trying to get back in church where I actually belong. What is your advice on fighting temptation and to actually surrender myself to God? Wow. Wow. That's a powerful question. Mm, It is. Well, my first thing, my first thing that I would say would be, we are human. Mm -hmm. You can't, you can't expect yourself to be perfect because once we once once we enter that mode of oh jesus i will do you know xyz for you and 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 this won't tempt me and i pray that you won't do this once we start promising certain things and we're we're already falling into that you know into that trap right we're we're already um overextending ourselves because and, and this is where the whole forgiveness salvation model comes in because god knows that we are not this perfect people and so i would say to the sister you know i believe it's in first corinthians it says you will not be tempted beyond what you cannot bear and you will always god will always help you to find a way out of it and so yes things can tempt us and, and, and yes, we may fall through, but I wouldn't let the thought of not being able to, to overcome it keep you mm-hmm. from giving your heart to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Because that, that's where we get attacked, right? Mm-hmm. Once we, if we look at the story, once Jesus publicly proclaimed his love, proclaimed his his willingness to serve got all the affirmation holy spirit come down heavens open and he's about ready to go um that's when the devil attacks Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so what i'm saying is expect it expect it to happen expect that once we say you know we are on god's side and and we're gonna now do xyz to follow a a great path for our life now you're gonna know that now now satan's gonna come at you but don't give up Mm-hmm. you know grab on grab on to jesus because he's gonna get you through every single step of the way. Uh, yeah mm. that's a pretty good answer i hope they get that uh yeah. response on that one i mm-hmm. think you know, yeah. they'll be pleased with that one 
Mm-hmm. Now, let's piggyback onto that, Pastor Jim. All right, you're baptized. You proclaim the word. You're filled with the Holy Spirit. You have this zeal. You want this knowledge of the word. But what seems to be off far too often is, is that the member, the members of the church seem to fall away mm-hmm. when you really need them the most. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Say that again. The members of the church... Seem to- yeah, seem to be fall fall away. I don't know if that has something to do with the congregation size or whatever, but it's like it's kind of thing you leave you to yourself when you continue to need to have someone with you when you have those moments. Because remember now, your God is I mean, uh, Satan now is gonna have a full fledged war against you now. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, now mm-hmm. you you know. Just so baptized, right? Yeah, yeah, and then all of a sudden it seems like you don't seem to get that support. No, you don't. You really mm-hmm. need church members. Yeah. No, no, you don't. And, and you wonder what happened because you know on the journey everyone leapt on you when you came oh. through the door. Yeah. Right, leapt on you, and yes, yeah, stay and be a part of our church, and we love you, and God forgives you, and let's work through your alcoholism, let's work through your your um your drug problem, your pornography, and let's get you yeah. in the water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and <laughs> true. That's so true. Like a full page and, then, campaign, and then you go you know? down, mm-hmm. you, you go down into the water, and you're still trying to do life, and you're still struggling, and. And no one's there. So I think, well, partially it is as a faith, we have not yet perfected the discipleship plan. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we, our focus has always been to share the gospel and bring people to Jesus. And we, our automatic thinking is, well, once you've gone down that water, then you're a new person. You're good. Yeah, you're yeah, good. yeah. Everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, alcohol. You're ah, forgiven, no taste. No taste. Know? <laughs> no taste. And, <laughs> and we tend to forget that there's still going to be that struggle. And I, I don't want to say old school. Okay, I'm going to say old school. Old the old school way of thinking is once you go down into the water, well then nothing's going to touch you anymore because you've got Jesus now and and that's what and you now need. you're going to fight. And then that's all you need. Yeah. You know, and so and so there's even that disappointment then from the membership, let's say this, there's even that disappointment then from the membership where if they see that newly baptized convert slipping back into their old way, alcoholism yeah. or whatever it is, um, it's not a, hey, let's help you back to where you should be. Then it becomes a, condemna- a condemnation. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Backsliding. Yeah. Backsliding. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Did you really, did, were, were you really convicted when, convicted when you did this? <laughs> right. And, yeah, somebody, and we, for, we forget <laughs> all that time that we have invested into mm-hmm. the person beforehand and once that person does something wrong it's okay bye Mm. yeah yeah yeah. you know you're you're out of here and so we i think the problem is we as we as a people one we have a hard time coming to terms with our own insecurities and the things that we are battling with so we would like to keep that persona of perfection Mm. rather Mm. than rather than admit that you know hey i'm going through the same thing too Mm. let me help my brother or my sister that's that's where i was getting that's what i was getting yes somebody jokingly said you need to change the water That's crazy. I was like, really? Crazy. So, really? Someone said that? You <laughs> yeah, need to change somebody, the water? I said you change the water. It was, it was not hurt. It was in a joke. You know? <laughs> oh, wow. my goodness. I was like, come on, really? <laughs> wow. Yeah, but um, you, what you said was right. Discipleship is what's needed. You know, those small groups are very vital to help mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. that and, and keep them. You know, saying and keep them on, on that walk. Keep them, yeah. And, and, and transparency learned, learned. too. Yep. Yeah, of course. You no know, transparency course. is needed because you can have small groups all you like, but if your small group is <laughs> you can be a small group with no transparency, exactly. <laughs> you can be there the and, okay, and, we finished and, the book. Yeah. And, and, and they're all you. Everyone's talking in Christianese. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and, and just 
Oh, just trying to be like this is that's what we do one. and and let's yep. show how knowledgeable we are with the word and they're competing yeah. with each other then yeah. there is no transparency there's nobody oh. saying hey, you know what i'm struggling with this with yeah. this or with that yeah. and, and and then that that new person who's coming along or who's just come along yeah. then they have well, <laughs> they have nothing if that's the case i have a better chance with aa there you go because you're all with your like-minded people yeah, that's right Hello, exactly. my name is joseph yeah welcome joseph <laughs> i don't and how do you speak christianese christianese i like that one it's so crazy though because it's so true it's yeah. so true. if you start to be transparent in a group like that mm-hmm. it goes it silence. changes the dynamic you're like oh, mm-hmm. i don't think we need yeah. to go there it's like yeah. wow and you actually need to go there. people. It's yeah. Wow. And I've been in I've been in some situations where, or e- even after I've pre- I've preached a sermon, you know, several years now, and people come up to me like, I don't think you should have said that. I, I, next time when you when you preach, you should not. You never put yourself in there. And uh, I was I was told this maybe ten years ago. I'm like, wait, what do you mean never put myself in there? And they said never. You know, just, you know, you're going to study to be a pastor. So I'm telling you colleague to colleague or, or friend to friend or friend to friend, never put yourself or your, your experiences in there because sometimes people will take, people will more than likely take that and use it to bite you in the back and, and hold it against you later. That's so right. we never, you know, we never That's show. Completely wrong. I mean, how, there's, how can... there's a possibility that people can use it maliciously against you. Yeah, like the mm-hmm. amount of people that you can actually touch because yeah. now they exactly. can relate and say, yes, "Wow, right. you have that. You understand what I'm going through. You understand yeah. what that situation is like." It's just amazing. Yeah, there was this it's... one time that I that I preached and I, I did a monologue before I did it, and the the monologue, um, you know, acting out and whatever. I, I acted out Mary Magdalene, and then and then went into the sermon. And I, you know, that, I think that was the time that I also, in that sermon, um, I talked about my experience, you know, my personal testimony and so forth. And, and <laughs> at the door, when I'm shaking hands with the people, this guy, this older gentleman comes up to me and he goes, you dirty, dirty woman. Wow. Wow. Um, he go and he goes, bad girl, bad girl. You're like a Mary Magdalene, and and I was like, uh huh. And he goes, so now we'll always know you as a Mary Magdalene. And then he walks away, and I was just like, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> Man, wow. so can you think like if there are aspiring teenagers or or, or younger ones? Luckily, you know, I've already been through enough life to just brush him off the shoulder. Right, brush it off. But you know, if that had been a younger person who had just poured their heart out, and some member goes up and says that to them, then there you go. They don't want to. They don't ever want to preach or speak about how God is. They won't. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Wow. I've actually seen that happen. To um, I've seen a young person who made a mistake and never set foot back in to do Mm. it again already did theology the whole nine yards and this wow and every time i think about them i'm just like wow they're so powerful they reach so many people when they do preach because of the stories that they tell but because they made a mistake they just i don't know what happened to the point where they just said no i'm done Mm -hmm. and it's Mm -hmm. so it's so damaging because it's a lesson you know that's sad. It is. It, it is. It is very sad. All right, we're going to go to your other half. Mm. What's up with this man? This <laughs> Superman. <laughs> it's Superman that seems to be afflicted with kryptonite. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> this story is powerful. Man. I, did, I didn't realize that bit with, when you told me about after, let me see, after, yeah, when you came back from Hawaii, and then he went on to this. What was this thing he went on? Oh, some kind of run or something. The hundred miles. No, no, yeah. It, it, it Everybody was before, it was before we went was to Hawaii. Before. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I failed at that. Okay, so um, <laughs> I did that at work. 
<laughs> but wow, I, I didn't know to the, the extent of stubbornness of, of the foot. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But no matter Yeah, Man, yeah. It's it's, like just, just imagine. Like, so if this is the distals and this is the the, the place the before the, the toes, it's yeah, like right. it's mm-hmm. like the whole the whole part was was just blistered out. Oh my goodness. But it didn't matter to him. I mean, he was like, yeah, whatever, because I did it. And I couldn't understand, you know, like, you know, watching, you know, because I got gross out, like, oh, oh my goodness, that's a blister. And I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm just like, and, and he's like, oh, no, it's fine. I get it now. That not only was because, not not only was he saying that because he was, he's thinking he's Superman, because he couldn't feel it. Yeah. How is he still walking on that? But yeah. then he can't feel anything, he's fine. That's something. Exactly. Exactly. And that was the whole thing. Like he had told me maybe two years, two, three years ago, when you know his neuropathy started set- setting in. Um, he's like, Oh, you know what it feels like I'm walking on? It feels like I'm walking on meat bags. You know, that you know, when you go to a store and you buy meat and you have all the, the juice go into those little white couches that's in the tray. Oh, okay. it feels like I'm walking on meat bags. And I didn't understand it. Uh, and I was like, oh, what does that mean? But then now I'm thinking he just feels like he's walking on on pillows of mm-hmm. of nothingness. Of flesh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. pillows of flesh. Yes. yes. Wow. Seeping flesh. Ugh. Exactly. exactly and that that's what that's what killed me because even when he saw it he wasn't you know when he saw that blister he he was just like well i'll take Mm. care of it like this and i'm thinking are you not hurting but it didn't it did not register until like what two weeks ago when the doctor was like pushing on it with the stick and in it and he's like what's going on i'm just like and i'm getting grossed out now i'm like yeah yeah you know and, and um and then the doctor's like, yeah, so you, this, this is what's going on. And he goes, and you can't feel it. And I'm just sitting there like, how can you not feel? How can you not feel the stick in your foot? foot. That's <laughs> all. Oh. Oh, see, that's a Superman feel, but kryptonite exactly. in, in a big time reality. Wow. Exactly. Exactly. Wow, wow, wow. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah, well, you can't so, say so what was your question now. about what was your question about that about I, him I, I was just I, because you know you had said after that and I didn't know the extent of you know his foot being injured like that to the point where it could have been amputated hmm. that's powerful yeah. man I was like wow I, I you know I, I prayed because I remember I contacted you and when I heard and because um, I wanted to visit but of course you know nobody mm-hmm. was allowed to visit but the fact that I think you were, I think the COVID was the one with your fear at first. It is. It is and because COVID, um, he, he has just so many underlying things in his health and, you know, mm-hmm. air systems and whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. How are you going to, and plus because of the hospital was saying that the ward or that the floor that he was already on was already full because it's only allowed one patient per room now because of the COVID. Right. So, and they were even offering hyperbaric treatment, but they said, you know, hyperbaric, I guess that means air. Oxygen, right? Well, we we could, you know, right now, um, we've had to close down the hyperbaric clinic because. The oxygen needs to they go need to, to use the oxygen. Yeah, right. yeah you, you need it. You need it. Yeah. So yeah. I'm thinking, like, well, if he needs it, I mean, you know, I'm thinking, I know it's selfish, but I'm thinking, like, well, if he needs it to heal his foot, then <laughs> what's he going to use <laughs> for yeah. treatment? So, you know, all that, all, all that comes into play. And that's, that, that's why it was just so disturbing. Wow. So disturbing. I'm glad that you said that the antibiotics and he has good blood flow. That helps a lot. Yeah, it does. Uh, that helps me out for that because, you know, here's your son. It's so Your sons are so comedic. They're like, hey, dad, you know, the prostate foot. You know, ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, oh. Right. I don't know if we want to mention well, that. <laughs> I mean, just, just when we started that conversation, you know, I think it was Joshua who said, well, mama's mm-hmm. calm because we know that Jesus is with him. And right. then someone just pipes up like, well, at least now mm-hmm. he can get a um, a robotic foot, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> what do you, 
Well, where are you going? That means he loses his foot, people. He went thinking well, that. Yeah. And they wouldn't be. And then they all, the, the idea caught fire, you know, with the youngest three. And they're like, well, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. still cool. You know, he, <laughs> like, he can still do that. But don't you, don't you get it? We're not. They're, they're not seeing that there part. Yet. <laughs> they don't see that part. This will change yeah. your husband completely, 100%. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're the futuristic Robocock. Wow. Like, wait, wait a minute here. Now I tell you, but the prayers are out there. The prayers are out there, sweetie. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. We appreciate it. Go ahead, it. Don. <laughs> when I heard with when you spoke spoke to your mom and you talked to her and then you were in the car and you're crying and you're mm-hmm. you're giving it to God and surrendering everything because you can't go in there with him and you don't know what's going to happen. Was your thought ever even if he loses a foot, I'm good with it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'll, uh, okay, the beginning, yes. If he loses his toe, all right. We know many diabetic people who lose their toe. Right. If they lose a foot, okay, we've seen that happen to, I mean, he's a military vet. That could have mm-hmm. happened to him in the war. If he'd right. ever been sent to war, right. we could deal with that. What I could not deal with is the thought that other things might take over, that his his immune systems were that low, that, yeah. that, that COVID could come in and that that, that moment, and I know, I, I know it sounds kind of crazy, but at that moment, I couldn't deal with the fact that that may or may not be the last time I saw my head. Yeah, that's mm, true. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Because yeah. I could not... You can't visit, you know, you know, no matter how much you beg and you beg and you beg. I, you know, I even told I even told the wound care doctor because I thought, well, he might be giving me different information from what the emergency care room mm-hmm. doctors would say. And even they looked at me funny. You know, you know, they saw me in there with him. But then at the end, they're like, wait a minute. How did you get in? Hmm. How, OK, <laughs> how did you get into the office with him? You know, and I said, well, I just told the front desk and because, you know, when you go in, you know, they're secure there. They stop you they, and they say, what? Well, no, no, I'm sorry. You can't, you can't go in. So I said, I'm like, I need to go in. I am his, I'm his carer because he's going to come home and I have to dress this foot. I need to know what's going on. And so, and so the security guard, you know, they kind of look at each other like, like they know that's true. Yeah. So right. like, okay. Well, we'll let you into this first section, but if they don't let you in on that side, um, will will understand and I was surprised that I made it all the way the nurses called they look up and I made it all the way through to his to his wound care doctor mm-hmm. and even the doctor now they're all looking at me after explaining everything that would happen they're like well how, how, how'd you get in here and I said well they <laughs> and they're and and I said well you're the security the security is not supposed to let you in yeah, and I said well I explained that I would need because doctor when he comes home I need to take care of his wounds he's like mm-hmm. sure but uh, and so then i got a little bit offended because then he says but you must have like done something sweet or whatever and and oh uh, my goodness and, oh my goodness and you know you slip by i said i didn't slip by there's no way for me to slip by <laughs> because the security guard's right there he's like mm. I said, okay well you know i brushed that off i said well okay let me just say uh, so i can't visit because i don't think you're not, you're not even supposed to be here so so mm-hmm. you definitely can't be there. So then I'm thinking, so what if I flash my clergy card? Mm-hmm. And then like the next thing you're gonna tell me <laughs> is that you're a pastor or a bishop. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm like, really? So I'm like, pulling really? out, I'm pulling out, I'm pulling out, and he's like, Oh no, really. And I said, Really, I am. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> Yeah. And I said, Well, hey, you would you like to see my credentials? And he's like, No, no. And then he got, and he, he's like, oh, oh you, you really are. And that was the look in his face, but he wasn't going to admit. And he's like, no, you can't. You know, wow. so I'm like, all right. And, wow. and so, but I didn't believe, I didn't believe him because I was already in his office. You know, I thought <laughs> that there was, because there was still another way around <laughs> that mm-hmm. I could. And, and when I'm told there at the emergency room, you know, before they take him into the real emergency room, no, you can't. And you hear you hear the news, you hear the Delta virus, you, you hear all these horror stories that are true. And now, you know, we know personally, you, I, you know, we know some members that are going through it right. at the moment. 
you know, and it's, and it's one thing for me to be a pastor and be dropping off food and knowing you're a COVID family and, and staying six feet away from you on your porch and praying over you. It's one, a different thing for me to be calling you and praying over you. It's a mm. different thing for me to be, for, to, to me to learn that you've lost a, a parent or somebody and I'm praying over you and I'm giving all my condolences and as much spiritual right. care as possible. Right. It's a wholly different thing when you, when oh, I oh, am oh, on the oh. receiving end of it. Mm. you know because i'm thinking so so now i'm the one who's like oh, okay now now i get the horror mm. of what people are going through and yeah. he's not even a covid patient just the possibility that now he's in a hospital that's filled with covid patients COVID COVID patients, patients, right. so here we go know, here comes the fears here comes exactly. the anxiety yeah it, there it is wow. and so that that's what was killing me you know mm-hmm. in the car and then you go, go through all those things like, oh, I shouldn't have that. I shouldn't have had the argument. Uh, we should have, we should, you know, it's just all these things that j- just come at you at one time. And when I called my mom and all she could hear was, you know, she's like, hey, hon. And all she could hear was just <laughs> sobbing because she'd never yeah. heard, she never heard yeah. everything. She didn't know that he, you know, that for, for the last three days he's been fighting this or whatever. She doesn't know. So now she hears this sobbing and she's like, what? what and i can't i cannot control it she's like oh my goodness i'm gonna i'm gonna call your husband and find out something so that snapped me into you you can't call him what what happened to him and i'm like well i just put him in the er and then you explain everything i explain everything and you know she had to calm me down but it's just a whole new level of it's just that whole new level of fear yeah well, I can say this much. Thank you for your mother for just belting out those verses to you like <laughs> yes. that. Really, that just gives you comfort right there, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it, it was, wasn't it wasn't even only the verses. It was mm-hmm. the reminder of what have we already been through? Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. this year. Just yeah. this year. No. Yeah. You know. You, you um, I just want to make sure give me 10% when you make this bestseller, because I'm telling you. <laughs> You got some serious stuff to go on. People are like, what? <laughs> you going through all that? Yeah. I tell you. So what would you well, say to the people that you have prayed over? Mm-hmm. And now you've actually walked in those shoes-ish. Right. What would you say to them now about the journey with God? How keep do you on- keep it real? keep on clinging to God. Now get to know, truly get to know who he is because once you get kind of like that knock, you know, like, oh yeah, duh. (laughs) Really for me, it was like, oh yeah. What have I been through this year? Okay. I have been through it. But but again, though, that was all my mother, my family, Mm -hmm. you know, it's still, and, and as close as that was, it still wasn't the man I love who, who, who I may or may not, again see yeah, see again yeah yeah you yeah. know it, it that's a whole it's a whole other level what, what what am i gonna do with five kids <laughs> what, what, what is anything gonna happen but then so then yeah. here you go again i'm brought good. back yeah. I, i'm brought back again and so and i hate to say it like this then but is this then why i experienced almost losing him mm-hmm. when well, i first yeah. you know yeah yeah is that uh-huh is this why I experienced it not only once, but then twice? Mm-hmm. So that now that when I'm brought to this point, I can go, okay, remember you were in this season. Mm-hmm. You were ready. You were ready. And you even told, you even told God at the first one that if, even if I lose him, I will still do your work, mm-hmm. you know? And at the second one, you were already prepared. Like you knew the signs to look for that he was collapsing mm-hmm. in your arms at the door. You know, you yeah. already knew, okay, this is a, this is a pre-diabetic coma. So now, now that I've lived through all that, then what's wrong, what's wrong with you now? <laughs> you know? <laughs> what's wow. wrong with you now? How come, how, how come you're not making it right now? So, mm. so stuff say now what I can tell people is look back and remember the experiences that God has brought you through. Amen. Amen. Do you ever think, well, God, I've been through so much. Why do I have to keep going through this? 
Yes. Why another thing? Why mm. another thing? All the time. Um, and that was the first thing that I opened with after my mom called me down and she couldn't be on the phone with me too long because she was still at work. Yeah. And, and, and so I ended up calling then my mentor who was someone I went to school with in, um, in the seminary. She told me something that was very thought provoking. She said, Jen, um, a lot of times we point our trials to Satan. Satan is attacking us. Satan is doing this. Oh no. Again, I'm on the, I'm being steamrolled by Satan. She goes, what we fail to realize is that sometimes it's not Satan. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it is a manifestation of, of what we have allowed our lives to become. So let me tell you, I know you don't want to hear it like this, but let me tell you like it this way. Armando's a diabetic. You know he's a diabetic. Mm-hmm. You know, you know that down the road things are going to happen. You know that you saw this wound on his foot and so forth mm-hmm. and 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 you you guys didn't do it the proper way and go to a wound care doctor, but you wouldn't have known but but it, it's like ah, I think I still can do this so on my own so therefore I'm not going to seek help just yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so and she goes, and, and you gotta look at his diet. You know, yes, I know he's a stubborn man with diet, but but at the same time, now is he serious about this? Hmm. She goes, so now she goes, this is not a hill that you're trudging up to go and die on and see and and see how God's gonna take it down the other side, as as most of your trials has been. This is a well, look what happened because of the choices that I had made. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, or, 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 or that, you know, Armando has made in this case, look mm-hmm. at the choices and he's been warned, you know, through, through other diabetics, Hey son, you better watch how you do that. Or you better watch your eating. And, and he's, he's always, he's always a happy go lucky guy. Yeah, don't worry. So because of his mindset that he has already come through cancer twice and X, Y, Z, thrice, that I can still operate on the same level that I used to be able, that I used to operate mm-hmm. on. She goes, so this is, she goes, you know, I hate to say it, but this is a result of his <laughs> poor look, poor outlook on his own condition. Mm-hmm. So this is not Satan. This is, this is what happens. These are trials. Yeah. yeah. This is what happens when you don't pay proper attention to, to the type of sickness that you have. Mm. She goes, so now instead of this being a hill, this is a, and I'm going to call this a blip in the road for you because mm. now, you know, now, mm-hmm. now, now God has shaken you up and he's literally placed you in the hands of the best wound care doctors in South Florida. Mm-hmm. And they're stopping you now, you know, they, they're saying, hold up, warning, warning, alert. This is what you got to do now to get your life back in order. So yeah. she goes. So, so, so think, think of it as um, a, a second chance. Yeah, of course, of course. You know, a, a new way to do things. So I'm just like, oh, you're right. She goes. So you can't. She goes. You know, I think this is one of those trials that you can't say, Satan, here we go again. You know, this is okay. What could I have done to prevent this? Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So when we go through our trials is our first course of action to look and see if this is really something that, you know, Satan is really putting in our path or is this something that we should say, well, it was because of the progressive things we neglected to do that we are now in the situation we're in. I think it's one of the good places to start because we can't always you know, if I keep feeding myself junk, you know, Snickers bars and whatever, and I balloon up to like 400 pounds, I can't say, I can't say, oh, Satan, you're doing this to me. Mm. You know, and and, and now I have an obesity problem. Now I'm having cardiac problems up. This is all you, you know, I think when we have trials, we also have to look at what was our, what hand did we have? Yeah. What cause and effect on that one? you know, in our trials. And yeah, you know, 
own up to it. Okay, I could have done this. But if there are certain things, you know, you lose your job. Um, so and, and then and then right after that, you get into a car accident, total your car, now you're in the hospital. Mm. And there was nothing that you did. This was just life. Mm-hmm. You know, then you can say, okay, I feel like I'm being attacked. And I told I told Chance once when he called me and said, Oh, you know, he was being experiencing supernatural things like um, feeling pressure on his chest and it's like someone was sitting on him in the night and he couldn't breathe and he's calling out to he goes, I couldn't breathe mom and I'm calling out to Jesus because you 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 said mom that if there's an every point where where um, I there's something happening and and I can't get out of it that all I have to do is call out in the name of Jesus and mm-hmm. and I would find release and this this happened you know so all of a sudden you know twice um in, in several a couple of times in two weeks but this one particular night this presence I could just feel it just came upon me and just sat on me and just sat on and I couldn't breathe and I couldn't do you know any and I cr- crying out trying to cry out to my roommate and, and nothing and so I did what you said and I and he goes you know Ma, it doesn't happen the first time around <laughs> I'm like I never said it did you know and he's like and and I I kept saying it, and and finally the pressure release and then it came back again pressure released and so i learned now that oh i, I can fight this and then it had you know i asked my roommate the next day oh did you did you hear me thrashing about did you, you know i heard nothing so i'm like hmm and and so he goes it happened again like a week later i'm like it happened again how come you didn't call me and ask me and he's like i didn't want to scare you but it happened again and now i knew what to fight with and so i began praying and praying and you know calling out in the name of jesus and then eventually you know that that left so um, uh, he goes, so now I know, you know, what I can, wh- what I can do. And so, th- you know, this is just, you know, our segue of like, h- how are we learning to battle? Mm. How, how are we learning to battle in the spirit? Yeah. Um, what, what are we doing? What are we calling upon? Are we now calling upon the God that we really know can do mm-hmm. this. So, so, so now, you know, Chance says, now I know he's good. Like, I, I'm not worried. I mean, I worry about what the stuff that, you know, college kids are doing. But at the same time, now I know he's grounded, you know, in, in, in knowing what can be done. Mm. So can we use the word of God to fight against our battles, our temptations? How effective is the word of God against those things? Oh, we, see it, we see it with your story in Matthew 4, how Jesus called upon the word of God. How do we practically yeah. use the word of God in all the things that we go through? By talking it out, like in, in that in that car, as I'm crying, I said, Jesus, I know you don't mean us harm. I know this. You have promised me that you, that the trials that we're going through, that these are only to grow me and prosper me and not harm me. So I'm going to claim this promise, Father, that that you mean no harm for my husband, that you mm-hmm. mean for him to get well. So this is how we use it. Um, whatever verses we need, there was a verse that was used in the prayer line, the prayer line this morning, and um, no weapon formed against uh, against yes. you will will help you fall. And yeah. and all, when I sent out that WhatsApp, people were just texting me or calling me, Pastor Jen, remember that da 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 da, you know? And so this is so effective in fighting because when you can, Satan, I know you can't do anything here because it says God promised that this is what's gonna happen. You're not gonna win. Mm-hmm. You know, when you begin to learn how to speak like that, you also get that power. I mean, I don't want to sound like all magic and everything, but it's not a power of, uh, uh, of, Oh, it is a power of get thee behind me, Satan. But at the same time, you know now when you're speaking with conviction, you know now who you're fighting against. Like, like you're mm-hmm. you like you heard that one when when Joshua was went to the hospital the, the night before I first started seminary, and we're going down that road, and I'm just yelling out. I'm praying now. I'm like, get thee behind us, Satan. I know what you're doing. You're not going to stop me from my studies. My son will be okay. You will not ruin this. We have come in the name of Jesus. We have, we are going now to do his work and you will not stop his work. Mm-hmm. You know, and Armando's like, driving the car, like, who, who are you talking to? <laughs> you know, but then when you learn how to speak, and that was one of the first times I've spoken out aloud, but it's so 
powerful when you know the promises of God that he has given you, when you, when you know, there's like 50 cents in your bank account and you're saying out loud, God, you said you would provide God. You said that you like, like the children of Israel, there's going to be manna and you're, and, and you're going to provide that. You're never going to let me go hungry. Mm. You're going to find that morsel of yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, so it is very important to know what you're dealing with. And people are thinking, Oh, no then I have to be a really good Bible scholar to know all these. No, if you even know a few, just a few, that's, that's a starting point and that's your PowerPoint, uh, PowerPoint presentation, but power, yeah. point of power. Point of power, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Very true. So the yeah. word of God is, is our go-to. We have to study. I think we just have to study God's word. I don't think we do study enough. I don't think we really allow God to really show us what's in his word to teach us the next thing that yeah. he can just show us. You know, I want you to be able not only to pull this into your life, but be able to share this with others. So we really do need to study God's word. Amen. And I know some people might, might take this, and me too, I'll take this and I'll be like, numbers is so boring. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The genealogy. Why do we have to know all the names the of the genealogies? Yeah. Who, who cares that so and so begat so and so and begat so and so and begat so and so? Yeah. Why? 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 Why do I have to know all about the Levitical laws? Because do they apply right now? Mm -hmm. But it, it's not about things applying right now. It's the information. It's to know. Just to know, okay, well, if you look at the line of genealogies, if you look at it from a different point of view, you know, like, oh, so that's the line of Jesus. Yeah. Okay, let, me look, let me look through this. Oh, so there's four women who were specifically named. Why? Mm -hmm. You know, why? Mm -hmm. Why Why are these specific <laughs> women, only these specific four names yeah. in here? Why? do So now it opens up a ball of curiosity that even though the information was boring. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, oh, well, hmm, okay. Jesus, speak, because I don't understand why I have to know all these names in your genealogy, because I'm never going to remember it. What is your point here? Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, look a little closer, Jennifer. Oh, oh, so why are these four women important? Who were these four women? Oh, mm -hmm. guess what? A lot of this is about sexual stuff, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and it yeah. just keeps on going and going and going. And yeah. then finally, oh, well, Hey, I learned something new. Thank you for the names that I didn't want to know about. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I, I remember reading the genealogies and thinking, oh my goodness, there's so much stuff. Just skip yeah. to the end. It says Jesus at the end. Okay, great. <laughs> you know? yeah. Jesus was born. Yeah. 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 And it started it. with Adam and it ended with Jesus. So Jesus hey, I get it. Yeah. But then when yeah. you start to look at all the names and then you cross-reference it with the people in the Old Testament and then see what their lives were like and how uh -huh. they got to the point that by the time you get to Jesus, it's like, that's a lot of people. And why these it. specific people? Yeah, exactly. Very interesting. Wow, that was nice. Mm -hmm. So we just went to uh, Adam to Jesus, just like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> well, Jesus uh, was the second Adam, right? <laughs> that's right. He was. He was. He, yes, that's right. That's right. He had to be. Well, Pastor Jim, we want to thank you for taking the time out once again through this uh, roller coaster you call life mm. that you're going through right now, but you still, but God is at the helm. So, you know, He's holding you, keeping you in the seat, strapped in. Yes, that's right. So, doing that, we want to thank you once again for your family. Special prayers for Armando. We're going to keep him down. So remember, tell him kryptonite does, does work. <laughs> I will tell him. Yeah. Will. Will. He doesn't need to show his Superman chest yet. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but he's healing though. And tell him, we, we, we got him covered over here. Exactly. That. exactly. That's right. So, Pastor, if you don't mind, just give us a word of prayer and lead us out. I will. Father, I thank you, Father, that you give us experiences that even and, and and allow us to go through trials father that open up our mind to you and and why you're here and just give us the importance of why we need your word to fight um to fight 
against Satan. Lord, mm-hmm. and, and I know, I know that it, it sometimes, I was be honest, God, sometimes reading your word is, is, is hard. Mm-hmm. It is hard to get through. Um, sometimes we fight not falling asleep um, through it, Lord, but in it, there's always a lesson. And in it, as we read every single thing, slowly your seeds of truth begin to embed themselves into our heart. And these things that are embedded, these are the things that, that, that we hold close when we have nothing else, Father. Mm-hmm. And I thank you for that. I thank you for your word that we can always depend upon when we have nothing else. And so with that, Father, I ask that we strive to get to know you better through your word, that we don't look at your word as something just humdrum, but we look at it as a, a power-packed source that uh, not only of information, but, but of true power, using your heroes and your stories, Lord, to fuel our lives and our faith for you. Thank you, Father, for your gift of your word. Let us eat it Mm. and believe it and live it, Father, in your name. Amen. 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 Thank you. So don't leave just yet. Mm. Um, Before we do our um, birthday list, I wanted to let our listeners know to listen to Pastor Jennifer Hernandez's full sermon. You can go to Plantation Church, or should I say Plantation SDA Church YouTube channel or PlantationSDA.tv. Mm-hmm. And if you want to make sure you can subscribe to the YouTube channel to be notified of all other live streams and other programs, subscribe mm-hmm. to the SDA Church on our favorite podcast app. Hey, Don, that sounds like us. Like. <laughs> yes, I like that. Like. I like that. That's the part I wanted her to do. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, Donna, I'll leave it on to you. Okay, so our birthdays. Um, September the 6th is Helton Dizener Jr. I don't know who right, he is. We got to find I out saw, who that person is. I saw the picture and he looks kind of familiar. So I'm okay, not sure. Okay, all right. And then on the 10th, what? We have. Cassandra. Cassandra, the executive producer. Executive producer. Hey, hey. Cassandra Pierre. Oh, excuse me. Tell me. We had to sing for her, too. We have to sing for her, but let me let me get all of them. And also Jennifer Amadeo is also on the 10th. And then on the 11th is Jonathan Williams. That's right, our brother up north. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, in, I'm in that nice uh, pool, but not so not so soon yet. <laughs> Mine's just coming around the corner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you. Well, so, Miss Cassandra, happy yeah. birthday. Happy birthday. September. So, are you going like, to sing? Oh, I, I, did, I don't know. We should get past Jen to sing. She didn't sing last time. Yeah, she didn't sing that. Oh, uh, but I only know the, the regular birthday. happy birthday. But then no, you have to we, sing the regular. We do the, we do the Stevie Wonder version. <laughs> do, do, do the Marilyn Monroe version? Oh, oh, no. oh, oh man. Oh, man. Go ahead. I can't, you know, I can't do that. No. That's scandalous. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what is she? What is she? What is that? She's just go, just do a little bit. <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> To you, <laughs> happy birthday <laughs> to you. You oh, know what? So, let me tell you something. On my birthday, somebody called me, and I had to because I, I just picked up without you know looking at the caller ID, and they began with that happy birthday, <laughs> Pastor Jennifer. And I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I get it. And I, I saw the name. I started laughing. They're like, I oh, know. We just want to be. I just want to be Marilyn. Marilyn Monroe. But I was yeah. like, oh, that. <laughs> That's a good one. That is a good really one. one. Yeah. Oh you, my goodness! I really think Cassandra gonna like this one. She is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I'll tell you. Well, How do we I find out what all the birthdays are? Do people just send it in? It's Facebook. Facebook, yeah. Facebook. Oh. Mm, so straight up Facebook, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, so nice. I guess I guess next week will be special. 
<laughs> I think I think I'm, I'm in good company though. Birthday, right? Yeah, I'm in good like company that. though. I'm in good company. We got some good people around him by mm-hmm. saying it's my birthday. But look, before we finish out, special prayers out for uh, Donovan, his wife. I think he still have uh, symptoms of COVID. Yeah, he's uh, out, yeah. though. He's out of the hospital. He's out. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, uh, Pastor Paul, his wife, I, I yes. think his mother's got better. Oh, And God. I think yeah, his wife, Lenny. They're feeling better now. Yeah, mm-hmm. Lenny was the one that still has it the worst, but yeah. Pastor Paul was uh, back at work, and I think the daughter as well. And so it's good. Yeah. What so about the Stevenson family? Stevenson, Stevenson well. I haven't. How are they? They're feeling better. They're feeling better. They're on the recovery. So yeah, we're just gonna keep all of them in our prayers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And also a special prayer for the Haitian relief. Yeah. Uh, that um, my special prayer for that is the money goes to the right people. People. Mm-hmm. We've heard that over the years. The money seems to just disappear. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And um, also pray for the folks that have uh, migrated here from Afghan. Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. You know, did they yep. go, you know to say that? And then the ones that are still back there. Um, trying to get out, trying to get out, yeah. So that's uh, so continue to pray for them, okay. Mm-hmm. And that should be it, the hunts. Thank you very much. <laughs>